Thank you once again for choosing the Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha podcast. We're sure that everything you hear today will bring entertainment joy as you go on your journey. Yes. That is not a guarantee. Well, if you don't, then Matty will just give you $1,000 because that's what he seems to be doing. You're going to be out to hear who he's giving $1,000 to during the podcast. And we talk to <laughs> Shania Twain. Yeah, we do. I mean, <clears throat> we talked to Shania Twain. It was all right. It was no big deal. Squee! <laughs> <laughs> She's a little, got a little, little bit of something going on down there. What is he? Did you you liked her? Yeah, I've always had a huge crush on Shania. Come yeah. on, man! I feel like a woman. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around, Shania Twain. On the way. Up. Oh, hang on. Ah. Plus, plus, we talked to Stav's dad. Yes. If for those who are longtime listeners of the show, you'll think, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. Because he's dead. Mm. Stick around, Stav's dad on the show. It's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. To the races on Saturday, mm-hmm. which was a beautiful day, beautiful weather. Lovely day. How uh, anyone put a bet on? No. So we just did fashions on the field, didn't we? Yes, yeah. we did. I'm going to be honest. I'm actually scared of my five-year-old. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I am, I know. Yeah, you well, are. You're terrified of him. Well, this has to do with him choosing my fashion because I, I honestly am scared of him because he's just he's opinionated and loud and he's 100 percent me. You are what you breed. Exactly. But he gives me his opinion on what I should wear. And I'm finding it really weird because my husband has never, like he, I'll say, what should I wear? And he'll go clothes. And I'll go, cool. Do you like this outfit? And he'll go, shorts, clothes. So just say nothing. Hmm. No, he just says clothes to everything. And he doesn't care what I wear. And if I fuss about it, he just goes, nah, I'm out. Like you just have to put something on. So he's never given me opinion or feedback or even if I ask, he'll just play dead. He won't answer. (laughs) Play dead. (laughs) He won't answer. But my my son is totally different. He started choosing what I wear to the point where I'm now going to ask his opinion. And he chose my dress on He chose well. You looked fabulous on Saturday. You look really nice. I feel like I went against him. This is him when I asked him his opinion. Honey, I need your help. For what? I need your help to choose. Which one do you like? Do you like that one? Oh, I like it pretty much. Show me the other one. Or that one. It's for the horse racing. No. Is there one down below? No, that's just it. So you got that one, mm. polka dot one, or you got a floral one? Mm. Oh, I like the floral one. The floral? Yeah. Why? Because I like it. Do you think it matches the shoes? Yeah. You sure? Yes. Still answers like a man. Why do you like it? Because? I do. I had to go po- back. You wore the polka dot one. I know. And then I was so scared to leave the house. So I was like, oh, my God, Finn, do you really think so? And I'm like, why am I getting an opinion from a five-year-old? I trust his opinion more than anyone else's. <laughs> Is that an issue? <laughs> no. I think this, look, it's, it's as long as it's something that he learns to live with as he gets older and then gets into his own relationships. Do mm. you feel like you're brave enough to give your opinion to your wife? My, my wife always comes with options. Mm. Yeah. I, it's honestly, like when she, I said to her, we've got the races on, two weeks of planning went into her outfit. Mm. Yeah. And what you do, I don't know if you do this, Stan, mm. she'll bring me two options. Mm. Um, she'll go this one or this one. I get her to try both of them on, mm-hmm. but always pick the first one. Because I feel like that's the one she wants. Yeah. So that way, if I just go, yep, the first one, mm. then she'll be more inclined to go, yeah, well, well that's, that's to, a good you choice. Have to give them, you have to say that you like the one that they like. Yes. But it's hard to work out. What do you do? You just go in, don't you? I dress her. Head to toe. 
Really? That, that, put on that. Not those. Put that back. Not that. That one. Yep. And it's always the stuff that's easy to get her out of. <laughs> Is that why she's wearing a bodice most times? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a one-off. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, but that's amazing. Yeah. What's, what's this one? Velcro? That's the one. Whack that on. There you go. Does she own a lot of those Adidas clip yep. tracksuit pants? Those, those that's, she wore that to the Gambara Shambhala Ball. You don't know. Have you met with Osha? I had an idea. Um, oh right. Yeah. If you're uh, so keen on his opinion, why don't yeah. you get Finny every morning or, or before he goes to bed at night to pick your outfit and he can dress you all week? Ooh, we're onto something here. He likes a lot of sparkles. Can I wear sparkles in the morning? You, Ask ha- you wear whatever he tells you to wear. Yeah, right. I, do you know, oh, this is so, I have more faith in him dressing me than I do my husband, so yeah. All right, we'll follow Instagram. We'll have to post it up on Instagram every single day. Well, let's wait and see what the first outfit is. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I might just be wearing my swimwear on Monday. Hashtag <laughs> Finny Fashion. Oh, This is something. There's a t- We need to roll camera on this. This could be a TV show in the yeah, making. Simmer down, mate. Sell it to Foxtel. <laughs> There's money to be made. <laughs> have you not watched the Lifestyle Channel? They're, 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 if someone says, I've got a show, they'll go, sure, don't even show it to us. Just put it on. <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Yeah, we're doing it so that I guess you can get it out of the way. Those questions that you got, I don't want to ask that I don't want to offend people, but I'm quite curious. So 13, 10, 60, because we're joined by Stacey, who is a paraplegic. Morning. Good morning. Who has quite an extraordinary um, story. You had an illness over three days. Your ability to walk deteriorated. Yeah. And you're in hospital for doing rehab for how many? Seven months. Seven months. Yeah. Seven months. So 13, 10, 60, any question you might have for her? I, I would love to ask the question, um, Stacey, what's, like? Okay, it's a two-parter. Uh, so both you and her husband are in a wheelchair. Yes. What's the best and worst shopping centre to go to in Brisbane in a wheelchair? Um, Carindale was the worst because it was all carpeted. Mm. I used to live down this way and when you push on carpet, you basically just push with one arm because it pulls you in one direction. So the whole length of the shopping centre, you're pushing with one arm and then all the way back, it's the other arm. So it's painful. Um, I live on the coast now, so I would say Rabina is probably the best because it's got everything there and yeah, it's easy to push around and there's heaps of parking. I love how the shopping was more important than the accessibility. Yeah. I thought it was important. You had to get your car modified, didn't you? Or you've yes. got a modified car? Yes. So you're yeah. accelerating all that is on... So we have a push-pat system. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically just a pole that you use with your hand and it's attached to the pedal. So right. anyone can drive your car normally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it can you control it with your hand. Yeah, I was going to ask that because your Ebony, your daughter, might start driving. Yes. Soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to your question. 131060, we've got uh, Christy and Ipswich. Uh, you're on the air with Stacey. What's your question? Hi, Stacey. Um, I've got a bit of a hard one for you this morning. Um, both you and hu- your husband are paraplegic, is that right? Yes. Well, he's um, actually quadriplegic. You... Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, sorry about that. Um, how do you um, deal with intimacy? Um, so, obviously, the advantage for me is that I can use my legs. Um, so... Obviously, uh, so you're asking intimacy or are you asking... I guess intimacy, I think. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. so just the same way as anybody else. Um, Most of the time it's easier for my husband to be on the bed rather than the couch um, or to have a cuddle in the chair is often a little bit awkward. Mm. So we just jump on the bed early at night, watch TV together, cuddle. Um, That's basically our 
yeah, our routine. I, oh, can, can I ask, is, like, is, there any, <laughs> whew, is there any nerve damage? Does everything still work? Um, there is. There is nerve damage. For me, it's a plus. Um, for him, not so much. Mm. But everything still works. It just doesn't necessarily work when you want it to. Yeah, right. I hear so, you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> this, that wasn't a hard art thing for you to answer. Your daughter, Ebony, is out there going, la, 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 She's in the car park. Okay, yeah. she left. Uh, Michael's on, buddy. What is your question for Stacey? Go ahead. Hey, guys, Stacey. I'd just like to find out how, how easy, or when people ask you to help them, like, do you mind helping them? Is it easy to help them? Is it easy for you? Um, I have no problem with people asking to help, but to be honest, it's much faster for me to just put the chair together myself now. People have no idea, you know, um, how to help, mm. but they they do it to be polite, and that's lovely. I just say, no, I'm right, thank you. Or Yeah, it doesn't yeah. offend you, though. No, no, no okay. not at all. Jill, you're on with Stacey. What is your question? Yeah, hi, Stacey. I hope you don't mind me asking. Um, as a parent myself, I was just wondering, yeah, what challenges do you do you find being a parent? being a paraplegic? Um, well, it changes, I suppose. So when they were younger, yeah. um, obviously if they didn't want to come to me when mm. they were in trouble, they would just run away. So I had to improvise. <laughs> I remember um, Ebony being outside one day and she didn't want to come inside, so I just locked the door. And as soon as I locked the door and she couldn't come inside, that was it. There was panic yeah. and she was running to come inside. So um, things have changed over the years, I guess. Now it's more just that, um, particularly my son, he's 11, he's all about image at school. You know, it's kind of embarrassing that mum and Adam are in a chair mm. oh, um, okay. so and he's he gets easily embarrassed that right. kind of thing right. so I can tell that you know he doesn't really want me to come up to school or whatever but they all know that he'll grow out of that I think once he yeah. understands he'll he'll grow out and of that it. can yeah. also just be a teenage boy oh, his, standard yeah, embarrassed uh, Maddie's by kid doesn't want him to come to the high school <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's 15 I have to park, park two blocks away <laughs> Because yeah. I'm the dude on the radio. He's like, that's why you're not allowed to drop me at school. Right. If you were Kip, oh, yeah, come yeah. on in. Do the school assembly. Not you. God. Rose, 131060, you're on with Stacey. Go ahead with your question. Hi, Stacey. Sorry. I, I'm a 50-year-old, and I know, you know, earlier on in my life, my mother always used to say, don't stare, you know. And I just don't know, now that we've moved so far forward in life, whether, you know, people still do stare and say things. Oh, absolutely, they yeah. stare. Um, it doesn't bother me. It bothers my children. They yeah, get upset right. they, because they've been taught that staring is rude. Mm. Yeah. But I've tried to explain. It's often when I'm getting my chair, pulling my chair apart and putting it in the car, and I say people are just interested. Mm. They're just yeah. watching you. They want to know, oh, wow, you pull it all apart and you put it in the front seat, and then they're thinking, how does she drive yeah. and that kind of thing. So it's just curiosity. Especially when I think a lot of people have in their head, including myself, where you go, oh, you're paraplegic, but you can still stand you know yes. it's trying to get your head around i guess like i said before like there's not such a set label there's not one yep. set circumstance everyone does have a different story yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up with shane who's got a question for you go ahead shane okay guys how you going good good. good mate love the show maddie you're awesome well, thank you buddy <laughs> first time for first time yep. for everything no <laughs> what's your question for, for stacy bud uh, I've got a five-year-old son. There. Um, he's getting—he's asking a lot of questions as he does when he's growing up. Uh, I just wanted to find the best way to actually explain to him why a person would be in a wheelchair or have a, a certain, like you know, like Stacey has. How? What's the best way to go about it? 
Um, often you can ask. Most people don't mind. I know um, a lot of kids will say in a really loud voice as they do, Mummy, why is she in a wheelchair? Mm-hmm. Um, and the parents often get really embarrassed. Like yeah. they don't, you know, we'll talk about it later, you yeah. know. Um, but my husband likes to say, because I didn't eat my vegetables Brilliant. when I was younger. <laughs> Love it. Not so game, and I just say, look, you know, I got sick, um, and my legs don't work as well anymore. So lots of people will say it's either an accident or an injury, um, or some sort of illness. Yeah, right. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for coming in this morning. A lot of people called through with a lot of questions. If anyone has any others, um, send them through on the Stab Abby Matt with Osha Facebook page, and we'll pass on to you if you don't don't mind taking those as well. No worries. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Oh, Maddie, Maddie, Stav and I love you. And one thing we love about you is your big mouth. And look, your big mouth has been talking about State of Origin. You love your NRL. Love it. Mad Maroons fans. And also, if you had to pick a second team after the Broncos, it would be the Cowboys. You know, not even mad when they beat the Broncos in that grand final. Mm, because it was such it was, a good game. Yeah. It was just worth it. It was mm. a brilliant game. Mm. And it look, it is the decider going yes. into round three. And you are such a big fan of Jonathan Thurston that you're talking about it all during the meeting. I was concerned about his injury. Yes, we all were. We all were, because mm. you're like, oh, God. Rotate a cuff, the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And you made An this outlandish statement. statement. Well, mm. it is, to put it into context, mm. Jonathan Thurston said that he is retiring from representative football mm-hmm. this year. He's mm. only signed on for one year next year with the Cowboys. That's probably going to be his last year of rugby league ever. Yeah, but last Thursday, after State of Origin, we were concerned about his injury. We even had uh, Beck from Algester call up. You, you were talking about it, and you made this statement during first calls. I will put $1,000 oh, down. Oh, here we go. $1,000 yeah. of my own money that Jonathan Thurston will play that third game so of gonna Origin. you're going to give it to Beck? No, you should donate that to the Cancer Council. There you go. So All you're right. going to donate to the Cancer Council if he doesn't if play. If he doesn't play, I'll give $1,000 to the Cancer, cancer Council. Now, huge statement. And the game a- hasn't happened yet. Oh, no. uh, 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 because we all heard this announcement over the weekend breaking all of Queensland's hearts. Jonathan's sustained his injury in Origin 2, um, given it was already an injured shoulder. Um, the club and the player have decided that um, it's best for him to get surgery um, immediately, effectively uh, finishing his season for 2017. He out. Yeah. He's out. Are you saying, sorry, are you saying the game hasn't happened yet? Did you want to double it? Double or nothing? Is that what you're (laughs) you're saying? Because you're so sure that he's going to come out and go, well, you know what? It's a little bit of a niggle, but I'm pretty sure I've got I'm fine. I just, look, this is where my head was at, right? Mm -hmm. I thought he would go to the surgeon last week Mm. and lie. I know. I honestly thought this is the type of bloke Thurston is. He really, he would want to play. Oh, he, he would. I thought he would play. I don't think he's faking it. Maddie. I never said he's faking it, but I, I honestly thought that he would just pretend like, nah, I'm all sweet. Ice it. Just play that last it's game. His, it's his life, you know. Mm. It's his body. He's got to think about his future. But Maddie, is it true that you throw out all these all these bets? Because a thousand dollars is often thrown around it in is. our meeting, not it by is. anyone else. But Maddie, yeah, is it true that you do it because you actually think you're never going to pay up? A hundred percent. If you can me. get Adele on the show, I'll give you a thousand dollars. No, she doesn't do any I interviews. always do thousand dollar bets with things that I'm a hundred and fifty thousand percent sure that I will win on. Well, you didn't. Beck in Algester, who did call first up for first calls about hey. this morning. Hey Beck. 
Good morning, guys. How was your weekend? It was lovely. <laughs> Fabulous. It was lovely. Uh, now, God bless you, Beck, because you did. He was going to give you the $1,000, but you said no. You want him to donate it to who? To the Cancer Council. That yeah. is fantastic. Which is even harder because it's a charity, so I 100% have to pay now. Mm-hmm. You're saying you, know? you wouldn't have paid and it that's to why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, <laughs> look, on the bright side, if there is a bright side here, um, it, it, it will then be tax deductible. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, it's for a charity. Everyone supports Cancer Council. Yeah, they do great work. Yeah. This $1,000 that you give them could be the tipping point for the um, breakthrough that they and, need. Yes, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Now, Beck, you did send me <laughs> maybe, maybe. a Facebook message on Friday night. Oh, did she? Yeah, we'll... Just to remind you in case you forgot. Yeah. yeah. And in there, you asked me if I had told my wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did tell her, mm. and uh, things are a little frosty at home, because um, she believes if I've wasted $1,000, now she gets to take $1,000 out of our savings and spend it on whatever she wants. Because she thinks no, fair. No, fair. It's, not wait, fair. it's not wasted. She's going to take $1,000 and donate it on another charity. Exactly, a charity of her choice. <laughs> if that's what you guys... Because yeah. you guys just have big hearts. Mm. <laughs> Considering you're so good at budgeting, like, it should be fine. <laughs> this is not in the budget. My children may not eat. Well, then you shouldn't Beck? have thrown it out there if you didn't budget for it. You can't... You don't, yeah. you don't bet with money you don't have, mate. That's the first rule of gambling. Yeah. Nothing... It feels as good as rich. Charity. What is it? Come on, put <laughs> nothing that on a t- feels as good as nothing looks as good as rich feels. Mm. So where's the uh, where's the big novelty check? Well, I'll sort it out. Don't worry, Beck. I promise I will pay. Okay. Okay, we'll hold you to that. And I'm a cheerful giver, guys. Yeah, you know Beck, we're going to get a receipt for you, hun. You know, it'd be the best. You donate because you've got to donate it this week. And then he has a miraculous recovery. And <laughs> you can't playing. go, excuse me, cancer hey, cancel. cancel. I was just wondering if I had $1,000 back. Because, because if I don't donate in the next couple of days, yeah. I've got to wait 12 months to claim it back exactly, as you've well. Got to do it before, I'm in such a pickle. What if he is, though? <laughs> no, what, Manny, if, what if this is just like a psych New South Wales and he comes back? Then put plays. money on it. If that's what you want, double or nothing. I've said that. And let's be honest, with oh, the great work the charity council do, you should give them the thousand anyway. No, yeah. I am going to pay it. I'm happy. I'm happy to give money to a uh, to a charity. I would have been happy to give it to you too, Beck. But thank you for um, facebooking and calling and texting and keeping me on my word. I really appreciate it, Beck. Not a problem. Please, Maddie, learn something from this. Mm. Stop making bets that you can't win. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All and right. go to blue. Yeah, yeah. Of It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Hey, thank you for uh, sticking with this podcast. Your letter for Alpha Bucks, which is our guaranteed giveaway week. We're definitely going to give away $10,000. And tomorrow being Tuesday, the... Something of something. 27th. 27th. Your letter is H for Harry. I still say it. H. H. But it's H. H. Is it? Uh, yeah, don't apparently. Start. Yeah, it's huge. It's, yeah. it's not. Correct. It's H. H. My mum says huge instead of huge. Huge. Mm. She goes huge. Well, that's it's because really she's annoying. up from north. That's not her fault. Yes, it is because she's a bogan. Huge. Huge. Uh, really? Is it? Anyway, let's not get into it. Right H. Right. Osha told me. Play tomorrow. The king of all hackers. They're in the computer. In the computer? So, guys, the other day, my brother and sister-in-law, they were driving along uh, the Centenary Highway. They were driving out to Canera, and... um. I was going to be over there that night. Then, well, what should we do for dinner? And um, Ed says, oh, we should just sit on the floor and get some pizza. And then Sal's phone pinged with the Domino's app going, hey, three for one pizza tonight. Oh. 
in that it, in that moment. It was listening. Okay, so you guys weren't excited by that because I was like, yes. No, no I'm we terrified were by, by it. As you I did. I was like, pizza. It knows I want pizza. Awesome. Uh, her phone was listening for the word pizza, and. The ad pinged, like the, the app pinged a notification at that moment. Man, I've already told you, Apple have all of our thumbprints and they've already sold it to the FBI. But it got, it got me thinking. Yeah, I it love it. got me thinking about what is going on, how much of our privacy are we actually giving away. So we got someone uh, to talk to us. He's from the States. He's We've got a hacker, like a proper, mm. proper hacker. Uh, Matt Jakubowski, you're the director of Hackers and Hunters at Uptake. Should we be worried about what our phones can hear? What can they hear? Yeah, you shouldn't really be too worried. So a lot of phones, uh, Android and Apple, they both have trigger words, essentially. On iOS, it's, you know, uh, hey, Siri. And on Google, it's like, okay, Google. Um, I think the pizza thing, that's happened to me. But it's really just, it, it's more like perfect timing. Um, they use timing to kind of figure out when people are going to be talking about dinner um, and just kind of use it at that moment. I think, you know, it happening right then was perfect. I don't think it had anything to do with someone saying pizza around you. Oh, wow. um, you can shut down the notifications for those different apps, can't you? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Every app should have notification settings that you can go into and disable and enable. What about... What about this one? Like, so here in Australia, there's a real estate app where people use to, to find houses. We tested this the other day. I opened it, I downloaded it and opened it for the first time, and my gay friend downloaded it and opened it for the first time. The cover photo of the family looking for a house on my phone was a husband, wife, and a kid. No way. On his phone was two dudes. No way. Oh, Wait. wow. Now, Are you sure? Yes, I'm abs- I could send you the screenshot, Abby. Yeah, so um, a lot of phones do do that sort of tracking, uh, you know, browser-based and stuff like that. Every app you download kind of knows who you are a little bit. Um, Apple's done a lot better with a disguising who you are, um, and it's actually a setting you have to go and enable in your settings. As you download apps and as you use them, this ID is shared between certain apps and certain uh, companies, and they know what apps you previously downloaded, so they could absolutely do something like that. Matt, is it a bad thing? Because I know that you're freaked out by Osh, but I love it because eBay suggests the stuff that I want to buy, and I'm like, yeah, perfect. That dress would suit me. It absolutely is selective marketing, and I was just having a discussion with uh, with a friend about this. You know, the, the phone waking you up and saying, hey, you know, it's going to take you an extra 15 minutes to get to work today. All this stuff, is, when it comes down to it, it's, it's very convenient for us, and so that's why they're kind of doing it. What about the uh, the other stuff as well, um, the, the scarier side? I was watching a show uh, the other day, and they said that um, the CIA were looking into a way to actually hack your car, and then they could remotely take control of your car. They can already do it. They can do that. What? But, um, yeah, they can, they can. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, a few years ago, there was a lot of research done about car hacking, and there was a big flaw in a certain brand in in the states uh, worldwide, where an attacker could find the location of your car, uh, start the car, uh, turn the wheel a little bit. They couldn't completely drive it, but they could they could engage the brakes remotely. They could do all sorts of stuff. It exposed this whole world of car hacking that wow. most people weren't familiar with. Can we tell you something too, Matt, while we've got you? Candy, our producer, our executive producer, is just going to walk in. Um, because you are mm-hmm. uh, you are known, you can hack. You, if, if we said to you, what could you hack, you could get into anyone's laptop, right? Uh, just about. Candy, tell Matt, director of Hackers and Hunters, what you did after you rang him to book him in to come on our show. Well, I was emailing Matt on my work computer and then emailing him when I got home on my home Wi-Fi and then Matt wrote back and said, yep, all good, I can definitely do the chat. And I was a bit drunk and put Band-Aids over every single thing in my house that had cameras. Because you don't trust Matt? 
<laughs> you thought Matt was going to look at you doing bad stuff? I don't know. A lot of people do like to cover up their webcams when they're not being used. Um, there have been attacks where the light doesn't show up when the webcam is actually in use. Mm-hmm. So, like, there is the possibility that that camera could be activated. Um, That's why I always give 110%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, make sure you give them a show. Yeah, you know. So yeah. The- Explain specifically the phone one. Because uh, I used the phone on the toilet. <laughs> and I was worried that someone would be watching me whilst I Which is a niche. Um, so... <laughs> is, it? is that a possibility, Matt? Can, can people access the camera on a smartphone? Uh, it's definitely possible. You know, if, if you can activate it yourself, then someone could potentially do that remotely as well. Oh, my God. Uh, now, we do need to let you go, Matt. But I, I was wondering, could you hack my phone now and tell me what I look like? Are you, how long would that well, take you? look you? amazing. Ah, yeah. You freaked him out. Yeah, he totally. <laughs> we got him. He's saying about the eyebrows, and we yeah. know it's real. Yeah. What am I wearing? What am I wearing it's right not, now? He can't do that. He can't. It's radio, right? So yeah. You're not wearing yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, Hello. Thank you so much for coming on, director of Hackers and Hunters, and um, freaking us all out. Everyone owns an iPhone in Brisbane, so it's good to know. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one oh five. Oh, all of her songs just remind me of a Maroon Pajero when I was eight years old. My mum put the CD in uh, when I was eight and took it out when I was 12. The only CD that ever played in that car. Wow. <laughs> Shania Twain is on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, it's so good to talk I to you. I love that story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we we promised it was just last week we had a sing-along in the studio and I, then I think sort of a no, I love her more, no, I love her more moment because we were telling the story about Miranda Kerr singing at her wedding one of your songs. Yes, I know. That was the sweetest thing. It was very sweet. <laughs> I thought she murdered it, to be honest, Shania. Right? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't happy with this, some of the audio from it. <laughs> now, you, you have had some time off um, singing. What makes you, because you've got a new album that is uh, about to be released called Now. What, what made you just, have you always just sung at home, write all these songs and not released it? Well, it took me a long time to get back into the studio to record. I, I'm always writing. Mm. Um, but I had a lot of problems with my voice for a long time. So I had Lyme disease and I... That really messed up my ability to sing. So, yeah. uh, you know, by the time I worked that out and what it was and and what I could do about it, um, I was I was only able to record, you know, over the last couple of years. So, it's taken me that long to get back to it. I've been very busy doing other things. Yeah, but yeah. I just never was able to record. Yeah, that's amazing. Because uh, Prince was actually meant to produce this album, but he unfortunately passed away before we got a chance to work together. Right. Well, the timing was, um, he he was the first producer to approach me to, to produce the album. So I got a call from Prince. We talked about the album. Incredible when I look back at those conversations and, and meeting him and everything. I wasn't ready. You know, he was encouraging and he wanted me to, to dive into it. But I, my voice wasn't ready. I, I just wasn't, I hadn't gotten to the bottom of that problem. So, in all your conversations with Prince at that time, did did he seem like like everything was okay? Because everyone was quite shocked that he's passing away. Did you? I mean, did you notice he was different? Or no? I mean, I didn't. You know, that was the first time I'd ever spoken to Prince, so oh. I wouldn't have anything to compare to. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, fair and enough. Um, so I was I was only getting to know him during what would have probably already have been a difficult time for him. Yeah. And I mean, he was very sweet. He was very encouraging to me because I was. It's ironic because I was going through a very difficult time with my divorce. I, I wasn't. Uh, I hadn't found the solution to my voice yet. Mm. I was. I was needing support then, and he was very supportive. And we never got to talk about him and, and what and what he might have been going through because, of course, we were just talking about music and making another record. So yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Is there a favourite single on the new album coming out? Because you say that you've always written and no doubt, you know, through your divorce and all that, you're like, oh, this is going to be an amazing track. I'm going to pour everything out. Is there a favourite single on there? Oh, it's hard because there's 16 songs on the album um, and uh, it's, it's hard for me to pick. It's still so new to me that mm. I'm, I haven't really honed in on one particular song. Uh, one of the ones that I love the most is called Pour Me. It doesn't have the optimism that a lot of the other ones do. It's more of the the, the, the darker side of, of what I was going through. Mm. But you'll have to pick your favorites. And then the next time I talk to you guys, we can all see where we've come with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next we time will. you're in Brisbane, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and just before you go, Shania, we're going to each hit you with a fact that we have found on a website called ShaniaTwainFacts.com. And you just have to confirm or deny it for us, all right? Okay. First one is pretty dramatic that you were actually born presumed dead and the doctor gave your mum a cigarette. True. Wow. Wow. Thank goodness you're here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And things have changed. Things have changed, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's great. Okay, move on. See, yours, that, that's yours. the one that, well, this is where we read these things and we think you're going to say it's a lie. Yeah, um, that was in your memoir, so I think, you, yeah. You okay. used to work at McDonald's and the only junk food that you eat is French fries. Um... Well, it's half true. I did work at McDonald's, but the French fries are not the only junk food I eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Did you ever make it to crew trainer? Yes, I did. Oh, oh look at you guys. He was trying. He yeah. was crew trainer as well. Wow. Oh, yeah, we know what it's like. We Maybe got the you guys special should uniform. stay together. Would you like fries with that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay, last fact uh, from ShaniaTwainFacts.com. Uh, did you once, in school, on stage, pee your pants from nervousness. That is totally false. I peed my skirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I'll correct that. Round of applause. Yeah. The internet yeah. is usually full of lies. Yeah. Not ShaniaTwainFacts.com. <laughs> uh, you have to get Shania's new single, Life's About to Get Good. Um, it is wonderful to have you back and making music. Shania Twain, really appreciate you coming on and chatting this morning. Thank you so much. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Who's my daddy? What does he do? So, Stat, I've been working with you for many years, right? Yes. And I've has... been working with you for what feels like many years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. And you always like to have a joke about your father. My dad is dead. How's your dad? Well, he's dead. What's it like catching up with your dad on the weekend? Well, no one throws me the ball back. Yeah, you see? Uh... Because he's dead. I'm never allowed to mention... <laughs> My father's passing again. My dad is dead. It's not a joke, he's dead. No, I know, but you like to bring it up at very um, uh, unfortunate moments. I don't like to bring it up, it just seems to happen. That we okay, have you do of... bring it up as the butt of the joke, you know, and you make it a laughing matter and then everyone feels uncomfortable about it and you've always been able to do it until Manny also started on the show and also, sadly, his father had passed away. Yeah, but there's no need to bring that up, mate. It brings everyone down. <laughs> <laughs> to ex- explain the joke, right, because everyone's heard it 
I, it's a it's a coping coping mechanism. Stav, to, no, I'm being serious. you have said it so much that mm. I've had people come up to me and say, Stav always makes a joke about his dad, and it's hilarious. Is that what they say? Yeah, cool. but, but so genuinely, now, I you're sad about it. Of course, I am. My father's dead. Now I had someone come up to me. Oh, Jesus, with an you didn't off- find him, did you? Because that had ruined my joke. Well, we're going to need a swab, <laughs> just to confirm first. But I had a guy come up to me, right, and he said, Abby, we listen all the time, and we hear Stav all the time make a joke about his dad. Mm. And I've got a solution. Mm. I've got a dad for him. We can't. So. You can replace a dad. You can replace a dad. And I know that it needs to be specific. Like, I can't just find any dad. Mm-hmm. So I have, for you... Mm-hmm. Here is your new dad. Good morning. How are you all? Good morning, Dad. Dad, Daddyo. Yes, it is. Well, yes, it is. Stab, this is Robert. Oh, Robert, are you actually uh, Scottish? I am actually. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and I've heard you're looking for a daddy. <laughs> so I'm happy yes. to adopt you. Oh, if that's I, okay. And this is not going to be hard for you, Robert, because what's your son's name? Uh, I've got a son, Stuart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My real name is Stuart for those playing along at home. How does he spell it there, oh, Dad? It's S T U A R T. I'm an E W man myself. But oh, that, 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 just, yeah. uh, well, we could we could change that. That's okay. No, that's Do perfect. That. When we adopt you, we could change your name to anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, wee man, if you wouldn't mind. And um, um, where oh, are you? The wee lad. Yeah, the wee lad. Yeah, I feel like I'm in an interview now. Areas of abiding interest for you, Robert. What do you like to do? What would we do together? Oh, football. Okay. Golf. Mm-hmm. No, I like golf. Mm-hmm. Beer. Hello. Okay, like you're, beer. you're in. You're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand anything he said. He said football, golf, and beer. <laughs> That's it. Um, so I think, you know, it's been a long time since Stav had a dad, and that's mm. why he makes lots of joke about his father passing away. Mm. So I, I would like to hear Stav say... I love you, Daddy. Oh my God! It's something oh, he hasn't. <laughs> oh, no, he hasn't gone there. It's yeah, something brother. he <laughs> hasn't been able to say yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And this is all about you getting past closure, if you want, and I yeah. guess opening your heart to someone else. <laughs> this is. You are, we're not here. We're not here. <laughs> we're not here. Just talk to your dad. <laughs> First, Robert, oh. tell him. Tell him how proud of him you are, and then he'll tell you he loves yeah. you. All right. So, Stava, I hear you're working away, which is really good. Yeah. So you've got a good job. I do. I'm very proud, very proud. Yeah. And have you been busy today? Uh, I have been busy today on the radio. I'm actually, um, yes, I have been uh, making people laugh, which um, is fun for me. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and how are things with you? Oh, Dad. smashing. Smashing. Yeah, good. really smashing. Yeah, been working. Yeah. Still working. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we finished by the end of the day at half three. Oh, what do you? What do you? Um, I know it's been a while since we've talked, Dad. But uh, what do you do for yeah. a living? Uh, a builder. A builder. Well, Short fitting. Oh, yeah. Well, um, Dad. <laughs> yes, son. Say anything. You're fine. I love you, Dad. <laughs> I love you too, son. <laughs> we'll have to go out for a pint one day. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes. It's actually quite weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little, he's, a, he's actually a little oh, bit teary. It's a little bit strange. No, it doesn't actually. <laughs> can, can I ask, ask you, because we joke about it a lot, mm. but how old were you when your dad passed away? I, I was 20. That's very young. Yes. 
and I saw him for the last time, and then he passed away like a month later. Uh, yeah. So the mood I, was 20, I was 24 when my dad passed away. All right, no need to bring that up. Mate. Bring the mood <laughs> oh, down. No. <laughs> He's my grandfather. No, I'm sorry to hear that. Robert, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Robert, too. nice to talk to you. Thank and, you, um, Robert. That's very beautiful. You guys will have to catch up and have a drink. Yes, we will. Yes, we'll do. Yes, we'll we will. We'll have Thank a you so Bye. much, Robert, and send my love to um, your other son, Stuart. I will do. Okay. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. In all honesty, we we look, we are making a joke here, mm. but there is a serious undertone, and that is, and and I believe it. As men, also, mm. you, we don't say "I love you" to other men or your dads mm. as much as no, you should. No, you should say it more. I need to track down a dad for you now, don't I? But my, what I would say is, and I'm sure you would agree, Stav, mm. is that men say "I love you" to your fathers. Yes, they would. They would appreciate and spend more time with them as well. Because yes. one what? day you won't be able to. <laughs> Stop, okay, it. stop it. I'm just, ser- that's serious. Yeah, I'm yeah. serious. Okay. Do you want a hug? Yes, I do. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. There is a book, Book of Secrets. Ah, uh, Uber. There are something around 53,000 Uber drivers in Australia. Wow. And those in Brisbane are driving around, taking the people of Brisbane to and fro, and some of them have a book in them. I jumped in an Uber one time. There was an exercise book, and it was tethered to the seat, and it was full of secrets that people had written in there late at night, early in the morning, wherever they were going. Things that they otherwise wouldn't tell their normal customers. So we put a couple of these books in some Uber cars. Every now and again, as they're driving past North Quay, they drop them back into work, and the things we read in them are quite surprising. We get them voiced up by uh, Kaz, so we don't know. Some of these, even though you hear a female, could still be a man writing this. That's true. Uh, and here we go. Here's our first one for the morning. <laughs> ago I farted as a joke on my friend's pillow and she ended up coming to school with pink eye. Oh, no. that, I thought that was a myth from the movie. What movie? Knocked up. Oh. But you'd have to do it naked. Because yeah. you couldn't yeah. you wouldn't be able to fart through pants and then get pink eye. You'd have to take it's your true. pants off, fart on the pillow. The the particles would go research. on there <laughs> and then they? it would go in your eye. Okay. Who puts a school kid in an Uber? Mm. Well, hey, it might be university. Mm. Or year 12, a 17-year-old you'd put in an, in an Uber. Oh, man. So <laughs> you're, you're, that's your issue? <laughs> not, the, not the farting in the pink eye, but she's wow. too young to be in an Uber. Kids being kids. <laughs> but I'm with Maddie. You, you would have to actually remove underpants to create the conjunctivitis. Well, that's, that's, I don't, don't know why you guys are putting so much thought into it, to be honest. Well, obviously, you've never had the joy of farting on someone's pillow before. <laughs> uh, here's our next one. <laughs> I was once so angry at my brother, I took his $500 birthday money and flushed it down the toilet. Ouch. Spend it, you idiot. Yeah, I know, but if you really, you know, if you're that kid age, that's ridiculous. Mm. What kind of brother sin did he do? Uh, I don't know, but it it worked out all right anyway because he was going to buy a goldfish with the money. So just (laughs) cut out the middle man. (laughs) My neighbours threw a massive party on the weekend and kept me up all night long. I was so angry about it. I went round to the house when they weren't there, took their shoes off the front porch, rubbed them in some dog poo and popped them back on the front porch. I've seen them wearing them and I know that they would stink so much. (laughs) (laughs) What are people doing? (laughs) I think we need suburbs. We should start asking people to write their suburbs. Why? Because you're concerned that your shoes stink? No, I I never leave shoes out the front. And he doesn't have parties Parties, I know. No, we do. We leave all our shoes out the front. Do you? Yeah. That's pretty. Do they smell like poop? No. (laughs) 
That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's kind of pretty good vindictive neighbour behaviour. I mean, like, would you rub the poop in the shoes or the shoes in the poop after you'd said, "Can you turn it down, please?" Or is that just that I haven't asked you to turn it down? Again, I think we're putting too much thought into yeah, these things. Guys. No, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, no yeah, you talk, think about it. I like the idea of wearing women's underwear. And for the record, I'm a six foot tall Samoan man. Yeah, you are. Is this a thing for any of you guys? Wearing whip. I mean, how I know that all of you would have put on women's underwear once, at least once. Everyone's trying it. Yeah, once. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, you would be Abby. You would be surprised how many blokes are going to work in Brisbane today. I am their... totally not surprised because I know no. how many people have tried to put on my underwear. And just remember, if I'm wearing matching ones, it wasn't your idea to have sex with me. <laughs> I, 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 I always said that to Stav. I was like, if a girl's wearing matching underwear, it wasn't your idea to have sex. It's true, though. It's absolutely true. Ah, I've never thought of that. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely true. But as far as, you know, blokes wearing <laughs> women's underpants, mm. you know, I mean, there's, I know men who like to wear them. No, there's not. You think there's blokes listening now who are wearing women's underwear? 100%. Yeah. Their wife or girlfriend's gone here wear these today, and they go, yeah, that's a nice way to be closer to you today at work. Boom. Well, first calls is on the way shortly. Thirteen ten sixty. If you are one of those fellas, uh, here's our last Uber secret. Phone call. <laughs> My boyfriend is twenty six, still picks his nose and eats it. That's really disgusting. But remember, Amy Drew was telling us in the news that it's good for your immune system. Mm. And I hadn't, I hadn't been trying. Sure. It since I, I found mean, that if that's out. what oh, you need to tell yourself, <laughs> honey. <laughs> uh, if you see one of these books, uh, whack a secret in there, and uh, we will get it on the air for you. Stab Abby Matt with Osha. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Thanks, Mano. Thanks. Can you start, Matt? I don't know how to do it. Oh, Osha really. usually doesn't. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll just Guys, there's many things we can be thankful Thank for. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, why we do this every day. So we're not thankful? See, bad setup. <laughs> hey. <laughs> At least I knew what we were doing. I got an email this morning mm. saying you won last night on Lotto. Ooh. Wow. Open, open, open. Is that why there was the finger up emoji to all of us last night? I couldn't open it to find out if I was a big winner. And I was like, maybe they called me last night, but my phone was off. So I drove to work all this time thinking I could just turn back around till I finally opened my emails here on the computer. And I won $7.25. It's not bad. I bought the ticket for 20. <laughs> Super Saturday? Is that the one? Yeah. yeah, I nearly bought one too. There was posters everywhere yeah. in Oxley. I'm like, I need yeah. to get one of these. Thanks, but no thanks. Mm. Uh, don't send me an email. Mm. Hey, Stav and Abby. Here we go. Check it's a simple one today. Mm. We went to the races and the bar tab ran out. So I went to the trouble of harassing the boss to bring his credit card down to us. As that credit card went down on the bar, poof, smoke bomb. Two of you took off on me. You bought me three drinks with it. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. You bought me three too. Thanks. Really? Three? Yeah. And then you took one back instead of drinking it. Yeah. So it looks like someone should have left earlier. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it, I had a bourbon and coke with you. Yeah, but only one, didn't you? Did you buy three? Yeah. Well, I'm not looking forward to the after-show meeting when I see that credit card statement. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Really? Yeah. And the bottle for your wife. Oh, yeah, she drank that too. <laughs> drank responsibly. Hey there, random next-door neighbour at a friend's house. I bloked it up 
on the weekend, borrowed me brother-in-law's ute. Took that ute to my mate's place. We whacked a table on the back of that ute, a couple of chairs, tied it down. We felt like men. We both looked at each other and went, we are manning it. High five, man. <laughs> you are a man. You don't have to put on the voice. Next door, the lady was mowing her lawn and she came over to us and said, hey guys, I can't turn the lawnmower off. Can you come and help me? Two fully grown men in all their glory could not turn the lawnmower off and in one fell swoop she emasculated us right at the peak of our masculinity we left her there with the lawnmower running saying it'll run out of petrol soon it'll run, it'll run out of petrol you should have just taken it and went you know what let me just mow a few more lawns what while it's on, while it's on. <laughs> so thanks random neighbour person but no thanks wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105 Radio, that is us done. Uh, podcast wrapped up. Uh, we usually we do a little bit of off-air chat here, read out some messages from the uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. that have come through. Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. If you ever want to do that, for some reason my phone is loading incredibly slow today. Um, have you guys got anything you want to bring to the table today? Uh-huh. <laughs> Not really. We, as you can tell, if you've ever listened to the end of the podcast, we never plan it either. We just um, we just do it. I still, by the way, I just want to say, I still think Jonathan Thurston might play. Oh, stop oh, for it. Sake. He might Let play. It go. He, he might play. Shout out to Josie uh, on the Facebook page there as well. Angus wanted a shout out. And Carla Marie Hume says she loves the podcast with a thumbs up emoji too. Oh, I got a message on Facebook saying, Stav, do up your shoelace. Sorry about that. Must have been a while ago. That's freaky. Mm. Oh, no, that was that from the... Was that on the races? Yeah, the races um, ah. photo ah. when we were at the races because ah. mm. um, you wore cons. I always wear cons. Do you only, you only ever wear cons with every outfit? Yes, I do. Do you own any other shoes? I own one pair of dress shoes, but I never wear them because they're not comfy. But like for a funeral or something, they're there if I need them or court. <laughs> probably the same day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Stab Babby 